Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high achieving and ambitious mid level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook, Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn, and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. How's your spring going? How is, <laughs> how is the weather um, where you're at? We've had a wild winter. Hopefully it's over wherever you live and you can start enjoying some sunshine and some warmth. Um, I am, as I record this, greatly looking forward to that as it has been a very cold and rainy winter for North Florida. Today I want to talk about questions that you can ask your manager to improve your working relationship. And this is sort of a twofer. In a couple weeks, I'm going to be doing an episode on your one-on-ones with your manager. So I'm going to be referring to them here. But in that episode, we're going to go much deeper on how to structure those conversations and how to make sure they happen and all of the above. So today, we're we're going to talk about kind of questions that you can ask them to really get on the same page with them and make sure that, that you're doing the things that you need to do to support your boss, but also to advance your career. I base this heavily on the getlighthouse.com blog. And there was a blog entitled 18 Questions to Ask Your Manager to Improve Your Relationship and Better Manage Up. So I'm sure I'm not telling you anything new, but people often leave their managers, not the company. And according to a recent Gallup poll, more than 50% of us have left a job because of our boss. And I can certainly identify with that. Having said that, I don't want you to be a victim in this circumstance. You have a role to play in managing your relationship with your manager. So there are things that you can do to increase the likelihood of having a satisfactory relationship with your boss. So then let's dive into these questions and they're in some categories. So first of all, we have questions that help you understand your boss's priorities and goals. So once you know their priorities, you can tailor the information that you share during meetings and your one-on-ones and your just casual conversations. And when you can assist your manager in, in accomplishing their goals, then you're demonstrating dependability and initiative. So those are all going to be positive qualities. One-on-one meetings with your boss are going to be your best avenue for uncovering your boss's priorities and goals. If you aren't regularly scheduled for one-on-ones, then your first task is going to be to get those set up and make sure that they happen. And again, I'm going to be talking more about that in that episode in a couple of weeks. But here are four really good questions for your one-on-one meeting with your manager. Number one, What are your priorities? What wins do you need the most right now? Second question, what are some things I could do better or differently to help you succeed even more? Number three, here are my top how many number of priorities there are. Do these align with your priorities? So getting that alignment is so important. And what do you consider above or below the waterline? I'm going to talk about what that means. 
So the waterline principle means that it's okay to make a decision that might punch a hole in the boat as long as the hole is above the waterline and so that it won't potentially sink the ship. But if the decision might create a hole below the waterline that might cause the ship to sink, then associates are encouraged to consult with their team so that a collaborative decision can be made. So using the waterline concept can really help you make both your boss, yours and your boss's life easier by establishing that process. So when do I need to check in with you? What's that waterline mark for you? And when can I be given more autonomy and independence? And as a follow-up, I want you to make sure that you're clear with your boss about how you will address the below and above the waterline marks. So you might say something like, I'll keep you informed at a high level, but work independently on above the waterline tasks. Meanwhile, I'll be more detailed and come to you quickly for things below the waterline if we start having problems. And you can also ask your colleagues individually to kind of give you some input on when they have worked really successfully to meet their boss's needs in the past. And what will happen if you do that is you start to see some patterns and themes that you can quickly kind of introduce into your, um, your vocabulary and your processes with your boss. So that's number one, questions that help you understand your boss's goals and priorities. The second grouping of questions are those that help you get into your manager's mind. These questions are really going to help you pick up on their language and kind of begin to develop that shared vocabulary that is going to create cohesion and create a sense of, um, you know, working on the same team. So here are those questions for you to get into your manager's mind. How can I build more trust with you on the work I do? This is a great one if your boss has been micromanaging you or maybe you have let him down in the past and you're trying to rebuild that, that trust. What is, the most important, what is most important to you to be up to date on for the progress I'm making? Where do you trust my work and can allow me to be more autonomous? So that really is one of those kind of above the waterline and below the waterline questions as well. What causes you to feel stressed about my work? What gives you confidence? That's a tough question to ask, and most people would shy away from it, but I love it. What causes you to feel stressed about my work? And if your boss says, well, you're always at the last minute at the deadline, now you know what to do. You know you have a, a problem now that you can help solve. What part of my work are you most comfortable and familiar with? What parts of my work are things you haven't done as much yourself? So really getting a sense of where they know, they understand what you do, and where they maybe don't understand what you do. What have your best team members done when working with you that you especially liked? That's, again, a really good question to get a sense of what does he, what, what does, what does he value, what does he want to see from you? And then conversely, what have team members you found challenging to work with done or failed to do? So those are questions that get into your boss's mind. The next group of questions will help you anticipate what your manager wants. So a lot of, of the act of managing up with your boss is to learn to anticipate what your manager is going to want. And that builds trust and support. And what I mean by that is he begins to trust you, leaves you alone, lets you be more autonomous. And he's there to support you because he knows what you're doing and he trusts you. 
Many times the issues develop when an employee is afraid to open up to their manager. I didn't want to tell them the bad news. And as a result, that thing kind of festers, whether it's a, an interpersonal issue or a problem in the office that you see down the road is going to cause huge problems for the department, something like that. Because you inevitably see things that your manager doesn't, you can bring up problems that they should know about, but they don't, especially if you come to them with a, a possible solution. I was always a fan when I was managing people of don't bring me your problems without a solution. I may not take the solution you provide, but I want to know that you've thought about it and you didn't want to just dump your problem at my lap because if that's all you're willing to do, I don't need you. If you're going to be a problem bringer and not a solution bringer, I don't need to pay you money for that. So here are some more questions. And these are to help anticipate what your manager wants. I noticed problem X and was thinking solution Y could help. What do you think of that? So after asking that question, then I would encourage you to follow up with how could we make that happen so that we get that solution going moving forward and make sure that action's taken. We're not just expressing the problem and a possible solution. Would X be helpful to you? How would you change it? So that would be you bringing a possible solution. You know, would this be helpful to you? How would you change it? Or it could be an idea that you have. What do you recommend for when I get stuck on an area that you're weaker in. So this is a great way for you to kind of ask for coaching versus expecting them to coach you spontaneously. So you're basically saying, you know, I'm hoping you'll coach me. Is that, you know, that's kind of the answer that you're looking for, but they may have something even better. So what do you recommend for when I get stuck? At what point do you want me to come to you for help versus figuring it out on my own? If I need help with something, what is the best way to get your input or support? Do you need me to email you? Do you want me to make an appointment? Do you need me to come in and just plop myself down? Like, what's their style? I think that's a really big one. What is one thing I could do differently or better that would make your life easier? So again, your job is to make your boss look good and to make him happy. And to do that, you want to find out what you're doing that maybe isn't making him happy. How could a recent project or task I was involved in be made easier for you? And this one's really about kind of the presentation method. Would it be helpful if I gave you a summary sheet? Would you like me to schedule time to give you a verbal presentation when I, instead of just submitting the report? Like what's their learning style? What's their preferred style? And then finally, what do you need to report up your chain of command related to the work I do? And how can I put that information in a format that is easier for you? So that again, do you want a, a summary sheet? Do you want a, a verbal uh, presentation? Do you want an annotated note page? Like, what do you want? And, and then it's up to you to provide it. So that's number three, questions to help anticipate what your manager wants. So hopefully those questions have given you some food for thought about how you can find out what makes your boss tick, how he prefers to operate, how you can serve him better. And in the in of course, the, the bottom line here is you're making yourself look better. You're contributing more fully to the organization. You're, increases, you're increasing your chances for promotability. So it really is a win-win around. And I think for many people, 
there's this fear of having these tough conversations. I'm going to really drill into that in this next episode that I'm doing about the one-on-ones. We have this tendency to not want to bring up the difficult conversations, and that's where the real breakthrough potential is. So hopefully these questions can help get at that for you. So I thank you very much for coming today, and I will see you again next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.